Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Tell your chico pit boomers to 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome everybody to another episode of Collider Body Slam Raw Recap. So much to go over. Hey, 
It's a new role, apparently. A new uh, regime is in place. That's right. A new regime. But it looks uh, exactly like comes, the old regime. Exactly. <laughs> here comes a new king. looks like the old king. Uh, well, I am uh, your host here, John Roca. Welcome, as always, the CEO of Wrestling Pro Wrestling Sheet there, uh, Ryan Satin. How are you, brother? I am doing great. Yeah. I, this is going to be an interesting show. Because it was a lot of smoke and mirrors. And, uh, you know, I'm not talking about the old uh, theme yeah. song. Like, it was a lot of smoke and mirrors. Like, we're doing everything different. And I did. I don't. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about this with you. Yeah. You seemed much more fired up than me. Oh, my God. But it was a lot of, like, the same, it felt like. after mm-hmm. You know, and, and we'll get into this whole opening thing. But it was. Yeah. It was. It was an odd strategy. There's that, there's that uh, gif from. Uh, from Dodgeball, I believe, is the movie it's from where they got a bold strategy comedy. And that was <laughs> Let's kind see of, if it works. Yeah, that was kind of the, the, the theme for Monday Night Raw this week. Yeah, I felt like that way to me too. When they came out, you know, they they were kind of built up from what had happened the week before. This idea of like going a little meta, talking about how the fans Ross are upset. Sucks. Yeah, Raw sucks. All this kind of having Rollins come out be the messenger for that kind of thing. Going against Corbin. We're coming off a of TLC. Corbin got beat up at TLC with a bunch of chairs. Lost that match to Strowman. I-, I thought overall TLC was an enjoyable pay per view. I didn't. I wouldn't say that it was one of the greats, but I would say it was enjoyable. Had some good action. Yeah. I like. I like the Ronda running in interference with the Charlotte and uh, Becky and Oscar match. You which, liked that? I did because it sets up a triple threat now between the three of them. Which if I they think, go that way, I, I feel like they're going to go that way. Whoa. I don't know. No, I don't know. Right. Like I get so I get so nervous. You know, with nervous is the wrong word. It's not yeah. my life in, in hands. But I, but I feel like uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit dramatic. But I get like you know, uh, you know, I, I we just know Vince is so stubborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I you know. I, oh, you I, think they'll move Becky out of the way, I, and it'll be Ron to Charlotte. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me. Okay, it wouldn't surprise me if. They start going down that path, and we have another Daniel Bryan like, well, like fight, back, like like uh, anger from fans. We're like, no, we want Becky. Because I did a poll yeah. over the weekend. Yeah, you know, I did it after TLC. I said, uh, you know, what match do you want to see main event WrestleMania? I said, uh, Ronda versus Becky, mm-hmm. Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte, um, Charlotte versus Ronda, yeah, and a universe universe title match. Um, and they had like over ten thousand votes. That's like, nice. I want to say they had like eleven thousand or something like that. That's so good. I was, you know, it's a, that's a good chunk of people yeah. as a little bit of a barometer, you yeah. know. And dude, it was resounding uh, towards uh, resounding wow. amount of yes towards Ra- Ra- Rousey versus Becky. Yeah. Rousey versus Becky, just one on one, man versus man. You know, yeah. like the, the, the that's what I think the people want to see the most. You know, the, the threesome. Got the three way got a little bit of a got yeah. a good vote too, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Charlotte versus R- Ronda really did not, and I yeah. do think that, nobody wants to see that. And, and I do think that after other than Charlotte <laughs> and Vince, yeah, Vince and, uh, and and Ric Flair, yeah, and Flair. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think that although if Flair's being honest, mm, I think Ric Flair. I think you'd want to see Becky with Ronda. No, Ric Flair, he's gonna see. Ronda, he's gonna see his daughter in the main event against one on one. He's gonna start crying. You know, Ric Flair, he cries over everything. He's just gonna start crying. He's not gonna cry over Becky, you know? I know. <laughs> but, Ridiculous. Yeah. But I think that, you know, um, after Survivor Series, where they had the Char- where Charlotte just beat the hell yeah. out of Ronda Rousey, I think that it was a sign that that is still where Vince's heart yeah. lies. Like, that's where it's, and I think that, you know, it, it might be. I could see Vince being like, look at Be- – and I don't know if this is the case, but I could see yeah. Vince being like, 
you know, I need someone who's going to do exactly what I tell them to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not have this wild card where you don't know what she's going to say on social yeah. media. Like, you don't know what she's going to well, do. That that's all, It's not that I don't want it. It's not right. that I don't think the people want of it. Because I do think the people want it. I just fear that Vince, being stubborn Vince, yeah. will continue on with the path that he has laid out. Well, don't walk out here like they did at the beginning of Raw. Start talking about, we're listening to you, the fans. You're the authority now. Blah, 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 blah. And not actually go through with satisfying the fans. So it would shock me if we went Charlotte and uh, Ronda at WrestleMania. Because that's a big fuck you to the fans. And And the majority of fans, I don't care what they lie and tell you about in their PR press releases, the majority of fans want Ronda versus Becky uh, in some form. If you do the triple threat, great. That's fine, too. I'll take it for now. But the Ronda versus Becky is the one that everybody wants overwhelmingly. And don't lie to yourselves and fool to yourselves that it's not the truth. That is the truth. So let's get into it. They walk out. The, you know, Vince comes out, no chance. And they're looking skinnier. So I mean, he's old. Looking older. And that's what I was getting at. He's older, skinnier. You can tell the beats are still there. But they're a little slower, and they're a little less with menace. And uh, you know, it kind of hurts me a little bit to see Vince getting old. As a person who suffered seeing my father getting old and passing away of cancer, it's tough seeing Vince getting old. A guy you've seen for decades, you see prog- the progression of age on him. And so you know, I still remember when he's wearing the yellow blazer or the cloth, you know, the wool yellow blazer, whatever it was, and talking with a full head of hair. So to see him where he's in. But he still looks sprite in that way. Uh, does his thing, addresses the fans, plays with the fans. He's so, such a master with the fans. Yeah, man. before we even get into everything he said. Yeah. It... Freaking blows my mind that 99% of the people in that arena know that he is behind Raw. They do. They know it. He's literally (laughs) coming out to say that I am the one that's part of this. And even though they put a lot of the blame on Baron Corbin, it started off with Vince being like, hey, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Like, there's only so much genius from one person or whatever he said to kind yeah, of put great. himself over. Which one is great. Person. One person can only have so much genius or whatever. Um, but but he's coming out there to take yeah. some of the blame as to what's going on here. Yeah. So, a minuscule. Yeah, the most like, minor. Like this much out of a circle. But even that much out of the circle, 99% of the people watching yeah. that in the arena know that he is the freaking circle. Yep. And I, it, it, it never ceases to to amaze me that he still gets pops. That he still gets mad pops. these massive pops when his yeah. music hits. Yeah. When he, he's coming out to apologize for the show sucking. I think, I think subconsciously every fan in every arena when they go to a WWE event knows they wouldn't be there without Vince. I guess, and so they get they get Vince's due in that way. But and even I, Vince was expecting the boo. That's why Vince, when he's like, oh, I hope yeah. you guys don't boo me. Yeah. It's because Vince knows that you tell a crowd, I hope they don't boo me, and they all start booing yeah, you. That's, right. what, that's what they do. Like, right. they, he knows, and even he was surprised. Like, right. even Vince was like, hmm, I'm but they don't glad see, we can be civil about this. I, I don't know if you're right, though, with the 99%. I think people uh, see Stephanie and Triple H and uh, Shane and Paige. I see. I think they see them as Do the people really that run. Do you really think it. that people? I, I don't think a lot of people know that Vince is still pulling the strings in the back because you don't see Vince that much, and so out of sight is out of mind for a lot of people. So they may know Vince is responsible, but they don't know they don't know Vince is to blame, and that's an interesting thing to explore. Because Stephanie came out and got booed to the nines. Uh, Triple H came out. 
pop like crazy. Yeah, they love Shane Papa Triple H. Pop like crazy. Yeah. So they okay. So that tells you where they think the blame lies, which is Stephanie McMahon, and uh, not anywhere else. It seems like so. <laughs> which is so weird to me. Well, I think it's kind of accurate in that way because, like, yes, yeah, so Vince Vince has done so many great things. I don't think Vince has, uh, Stephanie has necessarily anything of note that you can really point to. That's one hundred percent hers, and the fans completely loved. And don't give me that women's evolution stuff. That ain't nothing. That's all Triple H. And mm, that's not necessarily well, a you lot can't of Triple say H. That's all Triple H. Right, fine. Because Stephanie a played H. a part in that too. Yeah. Well, and she never stops telling you how big of a part she played in it. Uh, so, so you get them all coming out. They all say what they need to say. They all say that the, the product hasn't been good. They kiss the butts of the fans and blah, blah, blah. It was all just a sham for me to watch. I was getting more and more angry as I was watching it because, yes, I get that they're meta, but none of them took responsibility for being the creative people behind the whole thing. None of them said, it was my decision to do this. It was my decision to do that. It was Vince's decision. Like, Vince should have taken so much ownership of this. All they did was blame Corbin and say Corbin was the reason and Corbin was in charge. We left him. Even Stephanie shamelessly blaming Corbin. Well, Stephanie assigned Corbin the job. But it was Vince. And and that's one of the things I struggle with, too, while watching a segment like this because I'm like, which brain am I supposed to be thinking with here? Right. My kayfabe brain or my real brain that knows what's going on? Because, like... They told a lot. Well, no, you can't talk about ratings and have the kayfabe brain. You can't. Yeah, that's why it's a little. You can't. Con- you can't. Nope. To me, I agree with you, especially yeah. when Vince comes out and goes like, "One man can't do it all alone." Yep. And then they nope. go, to, "But it's Corbin who's that one man." Nope. Like, Wait, yep. what? Like, yep. I, I am completely with you in that regard. That it's well, to me one of the other things that bothered me was you know, and I meant I plan on at some point today going back and rewatching the episode. Where Vince McMahon announced the Attitude Era. Oh, yeah. Where he went back and said, you know, we're not going to, you know, uh, insult your intelligence anymore. And he, like, he listed yeah. all these things that they're going to do. Yeah. You know, I posted it. I tweeted it over the weekend. I said, like, I it saw, was I watched, it. My, I watched yep. it. And I hadn't watched it in a long time. Me too. But when you watch it, he makes poignant mm-hmm. effort, like, like, poignant points along the way. And, like, yeah. says, like, we've done this. We're going to stop. We're going to try and do it like this. You know, like, we're going to stop doing that. And then they actually did it. And then they did it. And I... I I plan to go back, and that's why I okay. plan to go back and watch it. I'm going to try at some okay. point today to watch that episode of Raw. Because I'm wondering if the episode that followed was still the same Raw. Right, right. Or if they made changes that day. Right. Because, like, I really think that that was a – it was weird because, like, they, they come out there, right, and they say, like, you know, that – that um. You know, there's no more absent uh, management. The days yeah. of absent management are over. Absentee management right. over. Which doesn't exist, by the way. You're the authority now. All these kinds of, like, buzzwords. We're not, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're not. It's all lies. I would bring back Pyro. I've said it like ten times now since they've said you're the authority. If it I'm the authority, I'm lies. bringing back Pyro. Yeah. But yes, li- not... I don't want to necessarily say lies, <laughs> but that's why I said smoke and mirrors. Because nope. it's like... That's fair. It's really fancy way of saying things... Without that, without having to show that but what you're going to do. it's a fancy way of lying, Ryan. I wouldn't say a lie because a lot of it was like, in the coming months. Or like, the way it was worded was like, it wasn't necessarily like... But they're like, not going to put the fans in charge of shit. They're not going to put... They're not. That's not never been Vince's M.O. That's never been Vince's M.O. So all of a sudden at 77, you know what? Or however old he says, you know what? I'm going to do this. What he should have done, really, if it was real. I'm talking ratings. He should have said, I realize I'm out of step. I don't need to be in control of creative anymore. I'm going to step aside. It's been an awesome run. I've had all these decades. Like I said, I am the reason all of you are in here. Do the old Hogan speech. You know, I was selling. You know, I was selling out stadiums when you were selling meat out of the back of a truck. All that kind of. I would have loved to him do a whole promo where he's saying 
It's been awesome. It's been a great time, but I realize now I'm out of step. I'm handing it over to Triple H and to Stephanie, and I'm legitimately a thousand percent stepping out. I'm signing away everything. They will be in control creatively. They are the people that you need to look for in the future. And now I'm moving past just to sit back and enjoy what was a product that I created and be a fan again. That would have been awesome. Yes, I agree wholehearted with you. But <laughs> you have to remember who you're talking about. Well, I know who I'm talking about, but I was wishing for this to happen. Like, it would literally, like, imagine if Steve Jobs, I guess Steve Jobs is a bad example because he left the company, but like. Like if Christian stepped away from the Schmodown. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of like something years from that now. would be much more universally known, but like most people who start a thing like right. that, it would be like Lorne Michaels just stepping away. Which he did. No, he was forced out. Well, sure, he, he didn't was just forced step out. away. You're right, you're right. And the second he could, he came back. Yeah, and he's the reason it was successful. So, like, I and he barred those two years of shows from from being seen for quite some time. Yeah, you now talk, you can see now, them, now yeah, before. yeah, yeah. But like, it would be and I, but it'd be similar to Lorne Michaels just like bowing out. And I don't see that happening anytime soon. Trying, Everything ends, though, man. No, Everything, not, ends. especially creatively. But but, but think about this. Okay, okay, okay. Here's okay. a better example. Here's a better example. No, no I think I get no, you. No, here's one okay, more example. Okay. I feel like this is a more accurate one. Okay. It would be like Steven Spielberg being like, I'm giving my Amblin or DreamWorks or whatever. Yeah. I'm giving it away and I'm not having any involvement anymore. He would never do that. He's never going to do George that. George Lucas sold Star Wars. And he hates himself for it and you but know he it. he still sold it. He's so mad about all those movies that he hates it. <laughs> you know? And even if those movies are great, because I think all those movies are great. I all of them? I like all the new Star okay, Wars movies. Fair enough. I like you don't like all the new Star Wars Not movies. All of them. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a huge Star Wars guy. I think you can I will, defend them all. I'm I am gonna. I won't. I, yeah. I, you're gonna find me hard pressed to like complain about a Star Wars movie. I didn't fair like. Enough. I didn't like Solo that much, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I enjoyed Solo. Uh, yeah, Jedi, Last Jedi, first 45 minutes. No, the rest of the movie. <sighs> yes. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you like mama jokes in your Star Wars? <laughs> the fuck out of here. Oh, Last Jedi was such a good movie. I loved it. But, oh my god. But uh, but but you know George Lucas. You think that idiot would blow up five billion people in six planets? He'd be fooled by a mama joke. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, but but to my point is like there are a lot. Okay, so so I think George Lucas is a perfect example because yeah, yeah, yeah. because George Lucas, a lot of people would say the Star Wars movies are doing great now. They're moving things forward. They made a lot of they're, money. They made a lot of money, and they're, they're what people now would like to yeah, see, yeah. like a current day to a degree. Yes, and that's kind of like NXT. NXT mm-hmm. is very similar to like what people in this day and age want to want out of a wrestling product. Yeah. I would say most people, a large portion of wrestling fans, even those who don't watch WWE, go NXT is great. Yeah, it's a fun thing to watch. It's it doesn't insult your intelligence, all that kind yeah. of thing. So I do think that in a way, you know, it's very similar in that regard. But I don't, I just don't think that Vince could ever hand over the keys to the kingdom. But that's like that. the problem, and that's what I'm getting. At. It's like Al Davis held on till he was till he was whatever, and and then finally he was like, have, uh, you know, having those. Uh, issues and then eventually, you know, his son kind of took it over. Like to me, that's what needs to happen here. Vince needs to legitimately step away and sell, so no one else is, it can blame him for it. Yeah, and Lucas may hate himself for it, but he also sold it because the fans were turning on him, and the fans did not. The fans hated the prequels for the most part. Yeah, there are some defenders of it, but they hated it for the most part, and they did, he didn't want to go through it again. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to bring it back and do more stuff with it and endure that kind of stuff. So he handed it off. This is the same situation to a degree. I think Vince should have should have signed the company over to Triple H, legitimately done it. Stephanie done issued a press release after the Raw and said that and said this is this is in charge. And then Shane's in charge of SmackDown. I don't want to be. 
I don't want to stop the fans from enjoying the product I created so many years ago and all the backlash, all the criticism. I don't see a way to fix it because clearly anything I've done has not worked over the last few months. And it's probably a sign that I don't know what the fans want anymore. I want to remember being a fan and sit back and I want to see them flourish uh, without me and and have a great – These you're, you're supposed to hand shit over to your kids. That's what you're supposed to do. But if your ego doesn't let you do that, then the problem at the end of the day is you, not the kids, not the product. It's you because you won't let go. When I think that that – what you're saying right there is so evident <clears throat> throughout the rest of the episode. Yes. That, like you can come out there and you can say I'm going to make changes. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. Happened. But you're just putting a new paint of coat. You're yeah. putting new paint over like – Lipstick uh, on a pig, man. There we go. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like – that was, I think, the, the what, what was very evident throughout the rest of the yeah. episode was that, like, you came out and you said all these things. Yeah. Of, like, and the fans cheered it. And the fans cheered it. Right. But, like, did you really change anything? Because you said, hey, we're going to give you guys. And I know they said over the next coming weeks, but they're like, we're going to give you new superstars, new matchups. Yeah. Now, here's your first one of that era. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Yeah, man. And you're like, wait, did you not hear Everything that you and, just said, and are you bad? And why are you letting Corbin get destroyed when you're the reason Corbin did everything? So either be in key fam, or don't be in key fam. But K-fab. K-fab, sorry, K-fab. K-fab. No, sorry, I, I, That's how we get in here. Yeah. Nick. Uh, either be in kayfabe or don't be in kayfabe. But it's too frustrating for me uh, watching it to have them think they can have their cake and eat it too, having their feet in both, and, one foot in both, and also and that's bullshit. And also, you go like. Raw's been terrible. Baron Corbin's been doing all these terrible things. So you know what we're going to do to fix it? We're, we're going to do beat up all Baron the Cor- things that Baron Corbin yeah. did throughout the just the as payback. And things. you're like, wait, I get in storyline right. that this was supposed to be payback for all the shit that Baron Corbin has done on Raw the past yeah. few whatever yeah. how long has been to in charge. To make them faces. But at the same time, you're like, bullshit. Yes, but you're just doing this. Yeah, you're doing the same thing he did yeah. to become faces. It was very similar to how Lucha House Party were supposed to be faces for right. breaking the rules, but Baron Corbin was supposed to be a heel for breaking those exact same <laughs> rules. And you're like, wait, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was very similar to like, okay, we're going to do things differently. Things are going to be different on Raw. Now we're into things exactly the same. And we're going to torture Baron Corbin for it. Like, I felt sympathy for Corbin when all the guys came I out. I kind of did too. In the chairs. I was like, I liked it on TLC, but then to have it happen again, an angle of all people. That was the thing that bothered me too is that, like, okay, we literally just saw this segment yeah. at TLC. Yeah. There was really nothing different about the segment than, than, t- than what happened at TLC, except for the fact the that Bar- except people for the, beat him up. Except for Braun Strowman wasn't there. Right. You just took away the most popular one yeah. out of all of them. The same like, people were the there. The same people were there, yeah. and it was like, okay, you say that you're going to give us yeah, what we want, right. but then you just, re- and new matches, new things, new things are going to happen. Here is exactly what happened last night now. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. What? And it's I, super frustrating. And you know me? I fought for like the return of Kurt Angle. Like, yeah. I said, like, I think it'd be great. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. But also, yeah. like, I, I understand that Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle had issues. But the real reason that Kurt Angle was gone was because of Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Like, Drew McIntyre beat the shit out of him until he was gone. So, wouldn't his beef lie with. Drew. Drew McIntyre yeah, now? Like, right. I get that he's got a, But, like, you settled it at TLC already. Wouldn't yeah. you want to go beat up Drew McIntyre instead? That's who embarrassed irony. you on Raw? That's the irony of this whole thing. Somehow I started feeling sympathy for Corbin, who I've hated for <laughs> weeks on this show and said how much I don't like him, to see them position themselves 
um, unabashedly uh, as faces and turn Corbin into the heel, having him beg for one last chance, having Triple H go, okay, we'll give you one last chance. And this is who you got to fight. Angle. Oh, by the way, it's a non-DQ match. Oh, and by the way, this. And it's like, fuck you, man. That's bullshit. Like, all you did was, all you did was do the exact same thing Corbin did. You're just now the jerk changing matches <laughs> the same way Corbin did in the middle of matches. And you makes, don't like the result. And it makes you look like you're going to be exactly, exactly like the authority always yep. was. Except now Shane and Vince are there. Yeah, yeah. And Vince is more old now. Yeah. So he's not yeah. as entertaining. And Shane, I don't know. Shane scares me sometimes. When he comes down to the ring, he looks like he's – I know he's in fantastic shape and he fights all the time. But he's always out of breath when he gets on the yeah. mic and puffy and sweaty. I'm just – it concerns me. So. <laughs> Lars Sullivan tweeted about that. It cracked me up. Oh, he did? <laughs> he oh, said, my God. He he said, uh, That's funny. Oh, wait, I'm trying to pull it up. My phone's By the way, y'all need go. to leave Lars alone, man. <laughs> y'all going on Lars's Twitter and going after him. The fans need to leave Lars alone. That's a man trying to make money in his business. Y'all are treating, y'all, y'all going after everything with Lars. Wait, he deleted his other tweet this morning? He's oh, all over he? the place on Twitter. I love <laughs> Lars. He wants that me paycheck, up. man. He, so he said, What a beautiful family moment to kick off Ra. Do you think Shane sweats a lot? Wait until you see this mm. freak of nature. Lars Sullivan is coming very soon. That's right. I, I look forward to introducing you all to my brand of belligerence. Happy face. <laughs> I love that he's going to put happy faces yeah. on his tweets. Oh, I'm so mad that he deleted those other funny tweets. Oh, they were so good. It was like, it said something like, please don't direct your congratulations to me uh, over my main roster, you know, over being called up the main roster. Direct them to the other five people in NXT who are great talents that are coming. Like, he has a really yeah, nice yeah, thing. Yeah. And he quote tweeted and said, Obviously, I wasn't being serious here. <laughs> like those people are trying to steal my spotlight after right. I, they've been they, they've been announcing my debut for weeks. Like I hope they like something that they suck. Yeah. It, it was funny. I liked it a lot. I yeah. love Lars. He's he cracked me up on Twitter. I know. I'm starting to come around on him. I don't know how they'll use him, but I'm starting to come around on him. Well, you know why everyone is so hard on him on Twitter, right? Did you see when everyone like pulled up those like ten year old oh, message board yeah. faces? Those like they were like ten year old oh. message board posts when he was younger, like. He was trolling, and people were like taking oh. things that he said when he was trolling seriously okay. from like ten years ago. And oh. I was like, "Come on, yeah, well, we that's, that's the culture now." I guess, yeah, it is, it is, it is. Um, anyway, so they beat up Corbin and move him out. So um, before we before sure. we fully move from here, sure. like, like, do you think it's a okay? Back to the bold strategy side of things. Like, don't you think it's weird to come out and just like say? The show has sucked if you're not going to make major changes. I, I think a thousand percent that's weird. And the major changes they made, and yes, people are excited. Like Aaron uh, Turner, our friend, friend of the show, Aaron Turner, was texting me about it last night. I'm like, he's like, war machinery, yeah. And I respected his feelings about Heavy it. Heavy machinery. Heavy machinery. But I was like, yeah, but what about them bringing up power tag teams from NXT? What track record have you seen them be successful with them? Makes you happy about uh, heavy general. machinery going into the main roster. Like, where has yeah. Sanity Andrade and Andrade been? Sanity, Andrade, uh, uh, the, what happened to the Ascension, the Vaude Villains. Like, all these people have come up from NXT's tag teams. Almost every single one gets completely pissed away. The Revival gets completely pissed away uh, when they get up there. Bobby Roode, to a degree, you could say that. Chad Gable also. And so, like, what, why are you happy that they're getting pushed up? Well, I, I don't think you can necessarily say every NXT call-up has been a not failure. Every, not every, yeah. but I'm saying with the tag teams, certainly. Yeah, well, some of those ones you mentioned there weren't necessarily tag teams, but but yes, I Bob agree with Dylan's you. Was well, Bob, Bobby Roode, for example. Oh, well, well, right, yeah, right, right, right. But, but but yes, I agree with you. Like but I, Chad wasn't he? Chad Chad was a tag team when he came up. Right? He was, yes, he was American Alpha, right? Yeah, yeah, American Alpha. True. true. 
<laughs> I rest my case. Uh, well, since you're already on the call, I think it happened later, but I'm with yeah. you. We, should, we might as well talk, talk about it here. You know, I, we don't I, need to go in order for this shit. all of the call-ups... I think EC3 makes the most sense. I think EC3 makes the most sense on a number of levels, too, because, A, he's 35 years old. So he can't wait too much longer he's to get called He's already been there up. once. He's already, and he's already been champion in numerous other uh, federations as well. So he's got a pedigree in that way. Has TV experience. Has, yeah, exactly. He's ready-made. Has a ready-built character. Like Also... He just never fit with NXT. No, he was always just, seen even like, when they first brought yeah, him in, it yeah. didn't make sense. It was kind of yeah. like, look, he's like a physical specimen yeah. that is a great character, but like he doesn't really blend in with like the indie vibe of yeah. NXT right now. Yeah. Like he's beyond indie wrestler, right, you know. Right. And I, the guys in NXT are not, aren't indie wrestlers. I'm not. That's not a knock on them, you know. And that's not a knock on anyone. It's not a knock that, on anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but like I think that he just doesn't necessarily like. It just seemed like an odd fit with some of him. He was already roster ready. He was so roster ready. Like, like, I felt the same way about Bobby Roode. I thought Bobby Roode was already roster ready. I always felt the same with Bobby Roode yeah. as well. You yeah, know, no business being NXT. and I'm glad they didn't have him in NXT as long as Bobby Roode was. Because right. Bobby Roode, even though he won the title, he did feel out of place. I yeah, think, yeah, and, yeah. and I think that they needed Bobby Roode to fill that role because of call ups at the time yeah, and yeah. stuff. Um, but I don't think I don't think EC3 ever would have been ma- would have been made to be one of the champions in NXT. Yeah. So might as well just he's he's an asset to the roster. Look, you, people are get get ready to get mad at me, and I'll, I'll get all the tweets if you want to get all the comments uh-huh. or whatever. But let's take a look at this call up, right? Who do we got? Uh, Heavy Machinery, EC3, uh, Lacey Evans, uh, Nikki Cross, and am I missing anyone else? I mean, Lars doesn't count. We've already Lars. been talking about Lars. All white people. All white. You left Velveteen Dream down there. You left Bianca Blair down there. You left a number of Kari Sane. You left a number of people down there of color or different heritage that you could have brought up. But you said, we're changing things. We're changing things. Here's five white people, six white people. What the fuck? Like, it was so, I mean, so angry. And two things can exist. A, yes, did they deserve the call-ups? Sure. But they're also all white. And that frustrated the piss out of me overall because Bianca's been killing it down. Velveteen Dream deserves the call. And I love that he – I don't know if that's part of a gimmick or, or – I don't or, think it is. He's, on, he, he, he's he off is, the cuff like that. Because yeah. for those of you that he tweeted yeah. saying to spam WWE asking for his call up. Yeah, he should have He deleted those, by the way. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. All right. So maybe it wasn't. But he should have been called up. So it's super frustrating when you say you're going to change things and the same thing you do, you do the exact same thing. Not only the entire show, but with the call-ups as well. Look, I love Lacey, but Bianca should have been up there. I I, I love uh, Nikki Crow. I definitely love Nikki Cross. So they deserve their call-ups, but you could have been varied in the call-ups, and that's what frustrated me overall. I'm like, oh, yeah, same thing. And yeah, no matter how much fake tan EC3 puts on, he's still a white guy. <laughs> so, I mean, to me, to me, that's the frustrating thing. Now, do they all deserve call-ups? Yes. I'm never going to argue that. Yeah. What I argue is the look of it and and that the optics of it, and I think that's a mistake. You can get mad at me. I'm no, not, I mean, I'm, I, not trying to be I'm not trying to put quotas or affirmative action. These people deserve to get called up. These people of color deserved to get called up for their achievement in the ring and outside the ring. No, I, I you're not the only person who said that. Like oh, I saw really? okay. a lot of people quote tweeted the site when I okay. put up uh, the uh, the call ups. A lot of people were saying like something looks all the same about these people, you yeah. know. And and to be fair, we don't know if more are going to be announced tonight. Yeah, but it's this very is the one you led with. I, I on a show about change. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree Ooh. with you. I thought the exact same thing. I thought, how do you not put Bianca Belair in there? Right. Like, and and granted, I do think. That there's a story being played out still with her on NXT, so I could see them not necessarily wanting to bring her up. Yeah. Um, and Lacey Evans, I think that she's is similar to EC3, where I don't 
think that she's ever going to kind of like be the top of NXT's women's female division, no. but I think that she could be an asset as a team player, like so, like kind of like a Dana Brooke has been, or Alicia Fox, or like I guess so. Other, I, I don't, you know, and I think that she, I, I could also see Vince taking a liking to Lacey Evans, like he has Elias. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know, she's blonde, she's American, you know, very American, former yeah. soldier. He's gonna love all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, I, but I agree with you. I think that there are there is. I mean, Kyrie saying yeah. would have made them uh, would have made a lot of sense. Yeah. Would have made a lot of sense. She's kind of done everything she has to do in NXT at yep. this point. She's a ready-made character. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I I can't disagree with you at all. However, I'm ho- I'm holding out hope. Yeah. That we're gonna get more tonight that on SmackDown oh, yeah, where hopefully. they that maybe Velveteen Dream gets announced there. Maybe that's why he deleted the tweet. Oh, maybe. That's my only guess, and I don't know that. I'm, I'm guessing right now. But, but you're like, still not being brought up to the main one, which is wrong. And everyone knows that's the well. They shot. didn't specify in the package. Uh, okay. They didn't specify what show anyone was going to be but on. But once again, the optics, you're putting it on the Raw show. Agreed. So it looks like they're coming to Raw. And most of those guys did tweet, like, hashtag Raw yeah. after. So it did look like, even though they said these are people being called up, Yeah. I think they only said that because of Lars. I think okay. Lars is going to SmackDown. Okay. I think they're trying to make you think Lars is going to Raw, but I think <laughs> Lars is going to SmackDown. Well, he, does, he did reference Shane in that tweet, so maybe he is yeah, going to SmackDown. Yeah, I think Lars is going to oh. SmackDown. Well, so let's move on. Let's ask this question. What happens to Paige? Paige tweeted. Paige did tweet. I'm very interested to see what like they this. do with her tonight. Mm. I, 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 let's, let's, she wasn't mentioned. Let's pin that because who okay, knows? Well, no, so we're going to see in a few hours. Yeah, so yeah, you might as well just pin point. that and then discuss what, what we think that, <laughs> if it was a good or bad decision instead of wasting too much time on it. If they turn her heel and have her go on with Mandy and uh, back to those two, that would be fantastic. Interesting, yeah. Make her the manager of those two. I know it's a step down, but she's still in the mix, so we'll see. What? The, Probably not. And I don't. Okay, let's. Where's Alexa Bliss? I was gonna say this. I think Alexa Bliss is going back to wrestling. I think they're because she tweeted like as if she was going back to wrestling last night. Such That's my shame, guess. Um, what about this for Paige? She'd be a great GM. What about Paige becoming the new GM at NXT? And William Regal being able to focus more because Regal's only on there yeah, sparsely. Spare. Yeah, but she doesn't want that. She doesn't want a a uh, role that's occasionally on television. Yeah, they could. I guess they could craft it out that she'd be young all the time. But it's still a step down, bro. You're yeah. still going from NXT to you know. Uh, yeah, no, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's mainly why I'm waiting because I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, they could also make her like an assistant to to the McMahon family on both brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's something they do or something like that to mm. kind of give her something else to do. Yeah. Um, I also think out of the call-ups, I think Heavy Machinery is going to get over big time. I know you said that there's a bad record of, yeah. of tag teams, but they're also another one who what has like, them been largely... Sanity, big dudes? There's nothing like Sanity. Sanity are big dudes. That's just literally like the only similarities that they're sure. big dudes. And they're white. And they're white. Yeah, yeah, they're white. yeah and they have beards. They're you know, beards. like, that's literally the only similarity. I think that, you know... I. Are they Scottish? I think Tucker is great. Is Heaven Machinery Scottish? No, no, they're dudes. They're regular dudes? Oh, dude. They're so so American. Okay, fair enough. Oh, Vince is going to – Vince is going to love them. Vince is like – they're all about steaks, okay. eating steak and meat. And like, they, oh, that's right. The meat they're stuff. They're all about I steaks that. and steaks Where do they and slide weights. in, though? Well, I, the reason I was going to say is, is, dude, Otis is such a character. Like, okay. Dojovic, dude, that guy, he's only been used uh, – he hasn't been used a ton. Yeah. But he is so funny. Like, if you follow that guy on social media or Instagram, he is, like, such a character. Like, Tucker is funny. Yeah. Tucker's a good guy. Tucker's a good Huge beast of a dude, like a presence, you yeah. know. But Otis is hilarious. Like yeah. that guy has star power. Like that guy is so funny. Uh, is is 
fun to look at. He's got like a crazy character where he's like doing weird shit. He does the worm and he's a small little like kind of like rhino-y looking dude. Yeah, yeah. He's similar to like a, you liked about the original rhino. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like that but funny. Okay. And, and I think that Otis will help get that team over a lot. I think that they could easily be slotted in against AOP, the Revival. Yeah. I think that they would fit in there perfectly. Okay. So I, I would like to see it, yeah. Okay. I, I I am pumped about that one. I honestly think I honestly think they picked really good choices. I mean, there are there are other people I would have liked to have seen get called no, out. Yeah, like I said, two things can exist at the same time. Did they, they deserve their call ups? They certainly earned their call ups as well. But the optics of it also are. Yeah. are I don't like them. No, it makes yeah, sense. Do you that's think, it. You think they call up Alistair Black tonight? Oh, that'd be good. I'd love Alistair. He Black needs to be on the main roster too. Yeah, yeah. They need like that new dark kind of like take that market from the Undertaker mm-hmm. audience. You and then know? maybe St. Almas will get some rivalries now. Maybe. Which would be nice. Probably not. Speaking of a... He, he's, got a he's got a... As soon as he carries uh, a pinata to the ring, he'll start getting pushed, as we've seen. My God. <laughs> I will die if that happens. I'm, oh, and I'm wearing my uh, St. Almas, the one I told you guys about that I got Oh, that is a cool shirt. Friday. I know, it's a badass that shirt. That is a cool shirt. It's got a little thing in the back, too. It's Tell your girlfriend kick. to lay off. You got some cool shirts, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyway... Don't yeah, tell her I said that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> so anyway, go back to the run of the show. Finn Balor took on Dolph Ziggler here uh, with McIntyre interrupting, once again, rehashing TLC. Uh, this old, So I, is this going to be a triple threat match, or is it going to be eventually Finn versus... Because Finn won, so is it going to be Drew versus Ziggler, or is Ziggler just a middleman for these two coming together again? I'm thinking three-way. Three-way, yeah. I'm thinking three-way. Yeah. Or, or, or just to kind of help build around the Rumble so that there's more of a... A feud going yeah. into the Rumble as well, kind of like one of the bigger, you know, three bigger stars yeah. that are kind of like, we want that number one spot now that there's like, an, you know, now yeah. that there's a, a spot a, a spot open for the top dog in the company, you yeah. know. So I, I could see it going that way as well. Okay. This was also another one, though, where I thought it was funny where it's like, new matchups. Okay, we're going to do new matchups. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Yep. Finn Balor versus Dolph Ziggler. And you're like, what? Like, I get already. that you said in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. But you weren't going to try a little bit. And they did later in the episode with, with Tyler Breeze yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Dean Ambrose. But like it was like, man, really? Like, it's a lot of the same things that you had been giving us already that you've now given us in the same episode after saying you were going to do new things. And yeah, that, yeah. that was weird to me. Yeah, I thought so too. I, I didn't feel too excited. And then they you know, had the elimination thing or the disqualification thing. Drew did a Scottish Claymore's. But, like, uh, I don't know. It left me kind of cold in this whole situation. We'll see. If it's a triple threat match, great. Um, but McIntyre's kind of lost now without Strowman. Like, without Strowman, I feel like he doesn't have a foil. Or Dolph, as by his side, yeah. is kind of like a, a – like, I like that he was, like, the looming presence yeah. over Dolph. Yeah. You know, I like that. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out uh, as it goes forward. Uh, Dean Ambrose did his promo. I thought it was a good promo that he did. Uh, you know, really going after Rollins, attacking his manhood and all this kind of jazz, attacking the fans. Uh, what he said, something about their hooves or something like that. He was really going after him, which I really enjoyed. Uh, and then, uh, you know, he had an open challenge when Rollins wouldn't come out. Tyler Breeze comes out. Our old friend Tyler Breeze comes out, gets basically into a squash match which with... Uh, oh, was it a full squash match? I said basically, not full. It's basically a squash match. And then Amber, yeah, because I guess it came it came yeah, close at the end commercial. there. Commercial, they got, yeah. got to finish her. Didn't know what was going to happen? And well, of course you knew it was going to happen. <laughs> but you know, I like that Tyler Breeze being used more. You know, I, yeah. I also like that his yeah, new, uh, his new gimmick that. of answering open challenges. I saw. I think it was Lance Stormer tweeted like he tweeted something along the lines of saying, uh, "I like that Tyler Breeze just figured out that in order to get matches, he has to hang out in gorilla position or something <laughs> like that." Because he got the open challenge from Ricochet, that's right. for Ricochet on NXT that's last right. week, and then this week it's the open challenge. From Dean Ambrose. So, you know. Ronda's next. 
So, like, yeah, respect to Tyler Breeze yeah, for figuring man. out, like, oh, the only way I'm going to get a match is if someone just throws out a challenge. Yeah. I'm just going to hang out here in Gorilla <laughs> in my gear, you know? That was smart on his part. Uh, uh, other wrestlers was like, why does he always stand in there? Why is he always standing there? Oh, shit, he got caught. He goes, he gets around there. Son of a gun. But, no, blast you, what? Prince Pretty. Did <laughs> I do that? Uh, and then Rollins reveals himself to be one of the bodyguards, attacks uh, Ambrose from behind, and, and kicks the crap out of him, and then Ambrose runs away. So, and he stares at him. Did, did, yeah. you, did you hate the the match between Rhett Rollins and Ambrose as much as everyone else seems to have hated it I, at TLC? I, I didn't hate it. Uh, I thought it served its purpose, but I was hoping for better. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hate it. Yeah, hate I didn't, a strong word. I didn't hate it either. Like no. it's gotten a real strong reaction on yeah. Twitter from the crowd that night. Yeah. Like they were really booing against it. Yeah, I didn't. I'm just wondering. I, Maybe I, they were just mad about the whole thing. Well, it seems like everyone didn't enjoy the pacing of it because it was yeah. kind of like a like they were still doing like holds and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and apparently. Apparently, they were trying to get across the message of, like, Seth was trying to, like, show Dean that he's going to wrestle the way he wrestles mm. and not let Dean get in his head and make him have to fight, right, you know? Right, um, But, yeah, I don't know. I didn't I didn't hate it as much as everyone. I just thought, you know, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't a bad match. Yeah, I didn't think so. it was a bad match necessarily. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you like this, uh, him hitting from behind and, and doing whatever and setting this up again? Yeah. You know, okay. I think that they, you know, I think that there's still unfinished business between yeah. them. Like yeah. after TLC, you know, even when I was kind of like fantasy shake up, mm-hmm. doing shake up on Twitter for fantasy purposes on my own, it was like mm, I want to put Seth on SmackDown because I would like him to get his own yeah, show yeah. again. But at the same time, like he's got unfinished business on Raw, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I, I think yeah. he still put the strap on. I think they want to do that too. They made him. I saw they uh, today. They finally switched the graphic on WWE.com for Raw. So the whole time it's had Roman Reigns standing at the front of it, oh. and then behind him is Rollins and uh, Lesnar. I'm gonna, well, the, so the, all, all together it's Brock, it's Brock, Braun, Alexa, was I'm sorry, was Braun, Brock, Alexa, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Now. They replaced Roman Reigns in the front with Seth Rollins. So oh, Seth cool. Rollins is the front runner now on yeah. the Raw image, not Brock Lesnar or anything like that. Yeah. And then in the place of Rollins is Drew McIntyre now. Oh, okay. Which I think, like, you know, I feel like I'm it cool might be that. a very si- small, minor thing. Yeah. But I do think it shows where people are seen in the pecking order. A Rollins-McIntyre feud would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. I would love well, to see Well, they were that. feuding for a while. They That's did. That's what I'm saying. I want to see it go forward again. For the title this time? Yeah, for the title. Finn's cool, but... I'm not in that Finn camp. I'm just not. I like Finn. I think Finn should work. He should absolutely keep working, blah, blah, blah. I don't want Finn with the strap. It oh. does nothing. I think I think the time passed, and unfortunately, from circumstances, situations, I just don't – I'm not excited by Finn having the strap. I mean, I, if I was doing yes. a shakeup, you move, I would move Finn. I would trade oh. Finn and AJ. Oh. AJ to Raw and let Finn take the place of AJ on SmackDown. That's AJ's great. already over. Yeah. Let, let it do – to yeah. Finn, what it did for AJ, and point. like let him be the guy on the show. Give him the club. Yeah, yeah. Let him do his thing. The club's his. Like he started it. Yep. Like let them freaking do it. Yeah. You know, like, club, yeah. let them do it. You're giving the fans what they want. The fans have wanted that for freaking like but three years. The fans years are the authority. Now. Yeah, they've been there for three years and they haven't done it once. And they've called the guys the club. Yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's true. Sorry to yell in the microphone. <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on. Elias uh, uh, comes out and hits uh, Bobby Lashley in the back of the head with a guitar after Lashley and Leo rushed. New things promo. are going to happen on the show. Yeah, new things going to happen. Same rivalry. Same situation yep. that's played out for months. Yep. 
Yep. I, I mean, I like Leo. I yeah. like Lashley. I like Elias. I just think it's weird. That's what my main problem was with this show is that it's right. weird to me to, like, call out your inaccuracies, to call out how terrible the show yep. has been, to say you're going to make all these changes, and then to just give me the exact same freaking thing. Yep. Like, that yep. was just so – that it was hard for me to, 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 to pay attention to the segment because yeah. I was just so frustrated. It was like, like I, I really, really, really enjoy – Leo Rush. Yeah. I really, really enjoy Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. I, Elias, I finally turned on him, but I yeah. turned, like, I, I'm into him now. Yeah. I'm a fan of Elias, but I was like, just like, I can't help but notice this is exactly what we've had for the past few months. Like, yeah. this is what, what, it's what we've had. Yeah. Nothing different. It's super frustrating overall because you're just like, well, what are they going to do? Because they seem to be pissing away both of these guys in this useless rivalry. Because you'd worked really hard to bring Lashley back from possibly being like moved down. You give him Leo Rush. You kind of reawaken his character. It's great. You turn Elias he- face, but where is he gone? He's back in his feud with Lashley. It does nothing for him. If you're going to turn him face, you should have turned him face against a, a high-profile heel to put Elias really over. And so I don't understand what the process is here with him or the thought process is behind his push because it doesn't look like that push is working in my opinion, if you put him up against Lashley. Well, yeah. I mean, are you using him to... You mean the face push for yeah, Elias? Yeah. If, are you using Lashley to, to push the face push for Elias, or are you using Elias to push the heel push for Lashley? I think that's why this feud isn't necessarily yeah. working as well as I would like it, is because they, the both, they both need the strong pillar on the other one, on the other side of things, to get their heel or their face persona over no. more. And right now, it's like, they're both kind of building up together, and I don't think it helps you want to cheer for one or boo for one more than yeah. the other. And I I agree with you wholeheartedly there. I think that they both would be very much better served getting out of this feud as soon as possible yeah. against so they can have stronger opponents in terms of a heel yeah. foe. And storyline. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Uh, all right, let's move on. We had a four, fatal four-way number one contenders match for the tag team titles. Uh, that was AOP, the Lucha House Party, the B team. Oh, hey, the B team. And yeah, the Revi- I, I laughed when the B team got mentioned. I was like, oh, I guess they washed the car well since yeah. Broken made that joke last week. <laughs> Uh, they're in this uh, fatal four, and out of nowhere, the revival wins this damn thing on the heels of Rollins saying what he said last week or two weeks ago. And one other thing that was mentioned in this, oh yeah, is that the Lucha House Party rules have officially been oh. banned. So no they more the only Lucha ones House Party issues rules. with it. Yeah. So tell me this. Oh boy, here we go. Yes. <laughs> if you're just abolishing Lucha House Party rules, what was? The point. Exactly. Of any of that. Yeah. Of any of that. If this is the change you are talking about, something minuscule like the Lucha House party rules, give me a damn break. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to stay with these rivalries all through the ma- all through the show and this is the change you made? Yeah. The change is we're getting rid of Lucha House party rules and we're getting rid of uh, automatic uh, uh, title match. Yeah, uh, yeah. Your 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 clause for automatic title rematch. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? I I understand people weren't liking Lucha House Party rules, so whatever. But it was just like to just to be like out of thin air. Lucha House Party rules are done. Right. What was the point of any of that then? Like that to me was frustrating that it was just like vanished. Like. They're doing a good. De- they were the good guys. Yeah, yeah. Lucha House Party were supposed to be the good guys. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand why that was like a first rule of thing. Like, nope, gotta screw over those good guys. Yeah. You know, like I didn't, I didn't get that. Super frustrating. Also, did, is it just me or did the noisemakers get bigger? Yeah, they got bigger, yeah. right? They got them like l- larger than life mm-hmm. noisemakers. 
Yeah. I don't like it. They're leaning into it. I don't like it. It's just so frustrating. It really is. Yeah. And it was so annoying. If the Lucha House Party are supposed to be good guys. Yeah. That shit was so annoying. Dude. I felt like I was watching Schmodown when they spin the wheel. I kept looking for the wheel because it kept making the <laughs> noise. And on the on the at ringside. Yeah. Those are annoying. Those noisemakers. Oversized ones are even more annoying. Yeah. That's not going to make me cheer for them. Like, and I get it. It's for children, so maybe it'll make the children cheer for them. But those noisemakers are a. Crazy yeah, annoying. They're super annoying. Crazy annoying. Like those Vuvuzelas were in South Africa when they were doing the World Cup there. Very similar. Uh, oh my god, it was so frustrating to hear that. Oh, kind of I thing. remember those. They were very yeah. they were very annoying. Good God. Um the only good that came out of this was the revival, obviously, yeah. getting the getting the t- um you know, the fir- the number one contender spot. Yeah. But uh but I, I just don't have faith that they're actually going to push the revival. If anything, it feels like they're going to push the revival because they don't want them to leave because of all elite wrestling. Do you, want, like oh, that, you, know? Do you want to see the revival versus Bobby Roode and Chad Gable? No, I, that's not exciting. Well, it's just I don't think Bobby Roode and Chad, Chad Gable are Chatty. Chad Gable are necessarily like a team like I'm going to care about ever. Like, and I, and I like Chad Gable so oh, much. I like them both separately, but together as a I team. like Chad Gable a lot. Oh wow! No, I don't dislike Bobby Roode. Just like I just like mm, I'm just very indifferent when it comes to Bobby. Rue as a okay. character. Like, it never really has, like, ever really, okay. except for when he's in Beer Money, like, it never really did anything for me. But I, but I think, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just don't have a feeling, I just don't have faith that they're going to ever actually push mm. the revival. That's all. Could, could Beer Money work in the WWE? Hell yeah, Beer now? Money could work in now? WWE. Yeah, dude. James, uh, have you seen what he looks like lately? No, no, no. Oh, dude. <laughs> he's like okay. more ripped now than he was in Impact. That's how you save Bobby then. I know. You get rid of that glorious gimmick, which was cool when it started, but if you weren't going to go full heel with him, then bring in, have, uh, was it Jesse, was it? James Storm. James Storm, sorry, James Storm show up, talk to him in the back, like all of a sudden this this weird kind of conversation and say, you were, you know, I, you know, you got the hair cut up, you know, you did all this stuff, but this is where you belong, bro. This is your roots. This is who we were, blah, blah. and have James come in. Beer Money would kick ass on the WWE. I couldn't agree more. Those characters, those, they would sell merch, son. Hey, if you want to give, us the authority what we want yeah the fans give us beer money yeah hell yeah not in the literal sense <laughs> i'm not really a big drinker uh but yeah so <laughs> so the revival win this thing we'll see where it goes forward aop were barely in this match which yeah. is really weird to watch um so are they getting buried now like <laughs> buried I, might be a bit extreme but i mean weren't they supposed to be this incredible blah 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 and then now <laughs> You give you give their titles to Chad Gable and Rude, and then you barely have them in this four way tag team match to even try to win this thing. So is well, I think that we're gonna get more shakeups besides just call ups. Okay, I think they're gonna shake up the rosters a, l- a little bit. Oh man, imagine that been full. Um, I think they're gonna shine. <laughs> the whole show's gone. Um, uh, I think that there's they're, they're ha- if they're doing all this, they have to do some shakeup kind of kind of stuff, and yeah. so. Um, I think they have to bring more tag teams to Raw. They have yeah. to kind of switch up the tag. The tag team scene is like they have three amazing, mm-hmm. they have four. They have lots of actually. Tag, they have like five really good tag teams yeah. on SmackDown. They need to kind of like share the wealth a little bit, push the tag team division and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, I think there's work that needs to be done in that yeah. regard. And so um, I don't think they're getting buried yet. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, well, Ronda Rousey comes out next. Uh, address t- uh, t- what she did. Well, wait, t- actually, before okay. we do that, I do. I want to say, yeah, I do think that this. Since I've done a lot of negative talk on this, <laughs> I do think that the the revival winning this number one yeah. contender spot does signal that 
maybe, maybe that they're going to try to get the titles off Bobby Roode and Chad Gable since everyone's kind of been feeling the same way about them yeah. as a team. And like, hmm, this is really a forced thing. Right. And the revival is clearly not a forced thing. It's much more organic. The fans are behind. I could see them switching the titles of revival quickly to try yeah. and make fans happy a little bit, sure. which that would be a good thing. Because, yeah. I mean, they've been on the main roster, I think, for over a year now, and mm-hmm. they still haven't won the titles. Right. So it's ridiculous. Right. That could be where War Machinery or Heavy Machinery slides in. Possible. Yeah, like a, starting their own feud with them. And you don't necessarily give them the title, but you come and start the feud at least to put them over a little yeah. bit. Maybe. It's Maybe. Possible. Or you have them against AOP. That'd be fun, too. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. If they come in against AO- AOP. Heavy Machinery. AOP. Yeah. yeah, it helps both of them out. Yeah. And bring the Usos over and do the Revival versus the Usos on oh Raw. That would make more sense to me. Dude, the Usos were so great at TLC, man. Yeah, they were. That match was great. Fuck, that was a good match. Yeah, that was a really good match. But I would like to see that. I'd like to see the Revivals yeah. win the tag team titles, bring the Usos over, let mm-hmm. them feud for a while. People would love it. Yep. Let AOP and Heavy Machinery do their thing. Yep. People would be into that. I don't disagree with that. We'll see. All right, so Ronda Rousey comes out, addresses uh, what she did at TLC, says she wants to be a fighting champion, says that a champion should defend the belt after they, you know, after they do it in whatever condition they are. Which I didn't understand. Uh, I think this is a setup for when she turns heel well, and won't the defend the belt I, I the Monday asked, after. I asked because I was like, yeah. was her pushing Ronda – sorry, her pushing Charlotte and Becky off the ladder supposed to be a heel turn? Like, yeah. Because a lot of people thought that. And I asked and it was like, no, it definitely wasn't supposed to be a heel okay. turn. Like my, according to sources, it was just like – you know, very similar to like when Asuka kind of like flipped out yeah. and beat the same two women up with a kendo stick and no one was like, well, Asuka's a heel now. Right. I don't think they're going that direction. I don't think the money is in Ronda Rousey as a heel. I get it that people want to boo her. Yeah. Now it's starting to get to that point because people are resenting her a little they bit. They booed her through this promo. Well, they this promo her when was... she came out, but then they booed her through the promo and started chanting Becky. This promo was stupid. Yeah, it was I love Ronda Rousey, promo. but this promo didn't make sense to me because you're like nope. – what wrestling fan cares if the champion comes to defend the title yeah. the next night? They just need to be there. I yeah. don't. I don't. It's not that. It's not that Brock Lesnar isn't defending his title on Raw. That's not the problem. It's right. that Brock Lesnar isn't on Raw. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, like you're not, you saying like a true champion defends the title the next night. Since when? Yeah. Like in boxing and UFC, any contact sport like that. Wrestling. I've, I've never, it's not that like you have to defend your title the next night. That's not how it works. Yeah, I don't get that. Maybe the fans can school me on this, and I'm speaking out of turn. But I've never seen anyone talk about what you should be as a champion as much as Ronda does as a face. Yeah, like, I mean, no, me neither. Face do that. I know a heel does that because they're trying to get the fans upset at them well, about it. But the I've only never time seen I've seen it done, and, I, and I'm not trying. To, I can't think of an exact example, but it's done. Usually, if it's done in that way, it's much more of like a motivational. Yes, way. yes. <laughs> it's not like your older sister who's. Talking shit to you because you're sitting there playing video games instead of playing instead of going out and working, you right, know, getting right. a real job. That's what it felt like. Yeah. It was like it was like, hey, I don't need a lecture. Yeah, it was why a lecture. You, why are you lecturing? It was a lecture me? promo. That's how it felt, you know. And I think that you know there have been many uh, motivational, like yeah. for Hulk Hogan, you know, Hogan like to say your time. prayers and your vitamins yeah. isn't necessarily like you can take that in a dickhead way, like okay, hey, dad, yeah. I don't want to take my prayer. I don't want to say your prayers or eat my vitamins. But it was done like in a motivational way, so you don't see it that way, exactly. you know. Exactly. So I think that's where the difference to me is, is that like it really felt like someone who's like lecturing you yeah. like you know I, who wants to be lectured right That's like, a good I don't point. care like I, a champion is someone who entertains me yeah. like yeah. you know like there have been a lot of champions who weren't there the next night also don't tell me what a champion is you've barely been in the WWE yeah. Yeah. like don't yeah. tell me I've been watching my whole life and guess what it's fake 
<laughs> That's the other thing that, while I was, I was like, watching it. I'm like, I'm like, so they don't, the, a champion is someone who gets scripted to wrestle over the title of the next. That's, that's not how these storylines work, you know? That was why I was so bothered by it. I, the, the, it didn't make sense to me, and I thought to myself, if they want to cheer her, mm-hmm. this is not the way to get Ronda Rousey cheered. But And, and then to kick it all off, the, I mean, to end that promo, you have this shot of the women in the back all yelling at the people. <laughs> at, and I'm like, what is the optics of having all these women yelling for an opportunity, like at the top of their lungs? Yelling for I really, I was okay. so bothered by that. While I agree with you, I might normally agree with you here. <laughs> yeah. But in my mind, I've always felt like the open challenge concept. Yeah. I've wanted more out of. The, the shooting of an open challenge. Oh, in the back. In the back. Because to how me, it's it always happen? like, how does it happen? Yeah, who gets to Is run every out the wrestler Christmas? just standing there and someone says, open challenge, and all the guys who happen to be in their gear are like, oh shit, kind of like we were talking about Tyler Breeze. Like, oh fuck, let me get over there. You know, and like run, and the guy who's standing at the music board is waiting for the first guy who runs up and he pushes the button, like, you know, like one of those sound boards. <laughs> oh, there it is, Tyler Breeze, you know? So the, 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 the open challenge, and you rarely, it's, yeah. it's rare when there's like, oh, open challenge and then someone's music hits and then another person comes out and is yeah, like yeah. no I want the open challenge no I want the open challenge right. no I you never see that no. and I'm like wouldn't there be so many people answering these open <laughs> challenges there's like a whole roster of guys who I see on Twitter and women yeah. like, I see them complain about not getting opportunity on social yeah. media yeah. that's not true you know so so I, I yeah I get a look I was I, I, I for once I liked it Yes, I get it. Yeah. A bunch of women barking orders and screaming at the town. Ta- you know, it's a bad I, I, optics. It's a bad optic. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I at least liked it for once my intelligence wasn't insulted while watching Open yeah, Challenge. Because I, I was thinking to myself, like, I have always wondered <laughs> what the backstage gorilla position looks like. It must suck for what, the guys who yeah. play the music. And Kidman was sitting there like, uh, 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 and I loved it. I, I, re- I okay, yeah. I really did enjoy that. I, I, I did. I, right. I cracked up. But I also understand that the optics of it weren't great. But but I yeah. I already we are we harped on them for the yeah, optics of the all white column. All right. So so yeah, that's fair. I'll give but, them the break on the all women okay. thing. But Stephanie comes in and it says she's going to handle it. And also, of course. yeah, we have more than ten minutes oh, because we? we started early. Yes, we did. <laughs> that's so, why I started early because I knew it was a. I, we had a lot to discuss. We do, we do, we did. That's right. So although we're actually almost at the end now. Yeah, so we good. are. So yeah, we're kind of in that spot anyway. So you get him. Uh, you get her saying the stuff that she's saying. Stephanie comes out and says, "Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna handle it. Come on." You all come out with me like a mom. You all come out with me, right? Oh, I thought things were changing. Nope, more the same from Stephanie. <laughs> Comes out. She decides I'm not going to play favorites anymore. Yeah, uh, does all that kind of jazz. Sets up this mat. It sets up this thing between Alicia Fox and Bailey to start off. Uh, Bailey does wins, beats Alicia Fox. But these, I hate these things. These, you don't like gauntlet matches? The gauntlet matches because they take away the effectiveness of who you are as a wrestler. From when you can fight thirty minute matches or twenty minute matches already, all, all of a sudden you get pinned in three minutes. Like that bothers. Well, me. but it's so, endurance. I know, but but it's endurance for the person. But the people getting beat. I'm like, wait, you fought matches. We fought for fifteen minutes. All oh, of a sudden I see you're getting pinned saying. so quickly. I see what you're it saying. It takes okay. away their okay. power. Okay, that's what bothers me about gauntlet matches. It takes away their power. Okay, you know, and yeah, you had Bailey, and then Bailey beating I Dana. That's a pretty solid. Yeah, Dana played. Dana fought well. It was nice to see da- Dana good little skills. I was shocked. Yeah, With I was Dana. happy to let Dana. I was like, whoa, look at Dana yeah. go. Yeah. 
I was Dana's really ready for that. that opportunity. I right. was like, man, she's going. Right. And I thought Mickey James did really good too. Mickey James did good, and but then you had Bailey lose that way that she did. Then you had Mickey lose the way. But then you had Mickey. Uh, no, then you had Mickey lose to was it Natty or Ember? Was Ember, it Ember, Ember Moon? Ember Moon, which yeah. is good. With the Eclipse, that was sweet, and and Mickey really sold the jump. That was great. Not like Shawn Michaels. And uh, so, and then you had Ember lose to Natty, and then Natty beat Sasha. You're so, so anti Natty. You know why? Why if things are changing? What is different angle and Natty? Guess what? They're contemporaries. Oh, that's not fair. That is not fair. They are not contemporaries. That's fair. Kurt Angle's been there since the Attitude Era. That's not fair. You can't say they're contemporaries. Natty's been there for 10, 15 years. But that's not contemporary to, to Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's been there since the Attitude Era. When was the last time Kurt was Natty's on? Natty's been there since like the 2010 or something like that. You know? I don't know. She's or been I, there maybe a long longer. Time. But whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 10 years, something yeah, like that. But if things are changing, why are you giving me the veteran of the woman's against? Because she's never been given really like big opportunities. To the title many men just oh, held the title come too. On. Not really like in a big. This is a big opportunity for her. Why? Because it's Ronda. And also, yes, yes, one because it's Ronda, and two, this is something they've been building since Ronda came to Raw. I mean, nobody gave a shit. But but okay, you okay? But to be fair, I, I'm a, there is opinion, some people opinion. who give a shit because I actually have enjoyed mm-hmm. the, the build up to them, and I do think that that the, that, that it's going to plant the seeds for when. Natty eventually turns again. So, I, yeah. I, so I, I, while but you have a face versus face, aren't you? But it's Christmas episode. Like it's a, it's a Christmas episode's gonna suck anyways. No one's gonna <laughs> care about the Christmas episode. Why not put one match on the Christmas episode that they've at least built towards that people like you don't necessarily who aren't gonna probably no, watch Raw on Christmas anyways. Well, I will. I always watch Raw <laughs> on Christmas though. I feel like you're a little not less. To, yeah, I'll be home. So I have to sneak away. Yeah, you're watch not gonna it, watch yeah. Raw on yeah, Christmas. Yeah, We're not gonna yeah. do this. You're not gonna watch Raw on Christmas. Get they have here. a DVR. <laughs> Um, but like, I think that it was smart of them to do that. To be honest with you, okay. and I look, I, I like Natty, and I, 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 I'm not t- I don't like Natty. Mm, I my think issue, I know. My mm, issue is that you kind of don't like. Natty. I feel like Natty's already had a time. <laughs> That's my feeling. And she's been. I don't dislike Natty. I don't dislike Natty. Okay, here's why I don't dislike. No, here's why I dislike Natty. No, I don't dislike Natty as a person. Or as no, a, I know. Yeah, I, I know I'm you don't dislike her as a person. I'm yeah, the, cat, the, the character. character yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying we've already seen Natty have multiple shots at the title, hold the title many times. So long. When's the last title shot you remember from Natalia? And to be honest with you, did you not like the TLC match that she had against Ruby Riot? I think she killed it in this last feud. And look it, you just made Natty relive her father's death for a storyline. Get the girl a goddamn title shot, Roka. Let her have a goddamn title shot. All right, Ryan. You, can you know that's fair. That's you know fair. she did put herself through that. Come that's on, that's she fair. did that for us. Even though Riot should have won that match. Yeah. I've... <laughs> I will say though, as much as I defended all Who of it, did you want to win this thing? Oh, wait, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, did, I, I actually, I really did. A, I expect Natty. I expected okay. Natty to win. Okay. I thought that. I think that Natty is a pillar of the women's division. Okay. I like her getting opportunities like that. I, I am a fan. Tell Every time she's given an opportunity, Natalia pulls through. She has she she was entertaining with all these women in the match that she that she went up against. I think that she earned it. My only uh, complaint, really, okay. was to go like, "We're giving you guys new stuff, yeah. new." Ma- and this is, I told you I was going to harp yeah. on this all night or all new day. Stuff. New stuff. We're giving you new stuff, and then it's like, and and we're going to make this more exciting. So here's a really boring ending to Raw where Ronda Rousey just comes out and holds her friend's hand in the air and the show's over. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? That no. Was, and they made it look like one of them was going to turn or beat each other up and they didn't. You liked that? I didn't like that. You didn't like it, right? I you're with like, me on that, right? I didn't it was like great. Natty winning and I well, didn't like anything that happened Who'd you after. want to win? Amber Moon. Mm. She 
fucking deserves it. More than Natalia? Yes. And you think that makes more sense you than know, Natalia? Amber hasn't had her time. Natty's had her time with about multiple times. Ember hasn't, and Ember's been buried over the last few weeks where they promoted these stupid other feuds and not let her step up, and Ember's a great, great female wrestler. She has, she deserves her time, and she should be in that position. What did Triple H have that song? It's my time now. Well, give her her time. You're the guy in charge, or one of the people in charge. Give her time. Do you want to see Natty versus, I just, maybe you're at Miss Christmas, that makes it even worse. You're putting on a Christmas episode, which nobody's going to watch, according to you. So what's the point? So why even give it to her? Because, because they're going to get, out of, the, get then, out of the way. Then you're denigrating her even more by getting well, in that spot. Maybe. <laughs> but you're over. Pick your pick your side. You're on over here, Roca. I'm saying don't give it to her at all. But then you got. But then you've got Ember Moon versus Ronda Rousey. You think that's a main event for Raw? You think that's a good main event for Raw? I think that's a great main event for Raw. <laughs> a lot of people Ronda love Rousey, Ember Moon. Natalia versus Ronda Rousey has been built up for. Since Ronda Rousey came to the roster, though. I know, I know. They've literally been building up her. It's, like the, it's the best possible choice. It's not the best possible choice. For, Nat, for, for, for this throwaway. They're not going into a feud, I don't think. You have to think about this. Oh, Look, they're okay. not, look at it this way. Look how close we are to everything. We're, yep. There are much. Right now, they're trying to waste time with Ronda Rousey until they can get to the road to WrestleMania. That's true. So why not waste that time with, mm. the feud, with, with, with a feud? With not even a feud, no, no, I, with a fun couple of weeks of competitive I accept stuff your logic. between Ronda Rousey and Natalia accept, that yeah. you've built for months. I accept your logic. It makes sense, of course. I just would like to have seen Ember Moon because I want to get – The she, new she, people, new matchups. Exactly. Thing, yeah. Even if she loses, she could still put on a hell of a match that makes people – stays in people's minds I as think, she goes forward with I think push. you – okay, I, lo- I like Ember Moon. But yeah. I also think Ember Moon, as you said, with the Mickey James thing, I think you need someone for Ember Moon that can sell really well for her. Yeah. I don't think Ronda Rousey's selling really well for Ember Moon and vice versa. Like I, Ember Moon's great, but Ember Moon like ha, does like stuff where like people sell really well for her, like her finisher. Imagine yeah, Ronda Rousey trying to take that move. It's not going to look good. It's not going to look good. Okay. You think Ember Moon is going to be able to do that? Pull that off? Yep. You think? Not Ember Moon. Ronda Rousey yes. is going to be able to pull that move off. Ronda pulled a number of moves off. In, no, but that's a hard move to take. In, in the Charlotte match with all her high-flying shit and then also the, with Nia Jax. The eclipse thing? The, yeah, with the, yeah. Off the top rope with the yeah. fucking stunner? Yes. Get out of here. If she's supposed to be champion who's fighting all the time and blah blah blah, blah then you better step up and sell these moves. Yeah, I get it logic-wise. But we're also in reality, Roka. Like, I, I have more faith in Ronda than you do. That's an irony of a half. <laughs> 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 I guess so. Well, I have faith in Ronda Rousey. By the Rousey. way, people don't get freaked out. This is how Latinos talk. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. There's no ill will here. Uh, all right. Any last things about this Raw and about this change? What do you want to see? Like, are you hope- I just hope that on SmackDown. You know, it's it's weird because like SmackDown's been really entertaining. Yeah. So I don't really want a lot of change. Yeah, don't SmackDown, change SmackDown too much. Don't make SmackDown Raw. Oh my god. Like SmackDown's been awesome. I'm yeah. scared. I'm a little scared. That's the most. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean Raw was. I'm just hoping that that's not it. Yeah. Like I'm just scared that it's like okay, well the big Band-Aid is bringing the McMahon family back. That's not the big Band-Aid. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not the, the the glaring issue. Wasn't like we missed the McMahons. Right. That's yes, not that what the issue was. Not the issue at all. That was not the issue. Yeah. So don't I, let the pops fool you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's really what I'm. I, you know. I, there were things I enjoyed about the episode as a whole, but it, it was also just very – it was it was, it was was just very hypocritical, the whole thing. I agree. It was just a very hypocritical episode of yeah. Raw. I don't like 
I, and it's you know it's what I said. That it's the trap they were building for themselves mm-hmm. last week by Seth Rollins coming yeah. out there and saying Raw sucks. Good point. Is that it's like you're towing a mm-hmm. you're towing a tough line. That's a, that's a that's a real thin line that you're walking down there. Yeah. Of like saying like our show sucks. We're changing nothing though. Like yeah. that. Even if you say you're changing things, then you don't. It sends a really bad message, in my yep. opinion. Because you know what? How much you don't care about the fans? It's just, that, that's how I look at it. Yeah. Or how either that you don't care about the fans. For real, yeah. or you're out of touch. Yeah, and what well, the line that Vince said to the fans, which may be prophetic, is when he said, "I didn't need any of you, and I don't need all of you to do what I do." And it's like, no, you, you kind of do, son. Yeah, because if no one comes to it, you ain't making any money. Yeah. So like, don't. Uh, we'll see if it's prophetic. If that stubbornness of his is what permeates, no matter what they verbally say in a ring during a promo. And I know for a fact. Yeah, I know for a fact that their talent. Who are very unfulfilled right now. Yeah. Who feel like he is, who feel like Vince is just so stubborn creatively that it just stifled a lot of the good work that could be done there because it's just like only one person's in charge and he, his creative, his creativity is, has kind of been tapped and he doesn't realize it. And so, you know, I think that, I think that, you know, people might, people might talk shit on me on Twitter for taking this all elite wrestling thing seriously, Mm -hmm. but the last time, Shit right. was real bad in wrestling right. when it was at its worst. WCW rolled, WCW rolled the town with a yep. billionaire and people with a vision, yep. and they kicked they kicked some sense into WWE. So For almost two years, yeah. I just look at it that way, you know. Yep. I, that's the real. That's 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 really what I'm looking at right I now. I, I'm with you. I'm with you in that camp, and I remember that that was one of the greatest uh, times uh, to be a wrestling fan on both sides. Seeing how WWE reacted with the Attitude Era and seeing the NWO before it all came crashing down. That was a great. That, to, to me, those are like golden times. Absolutely. You know, the 80s and then that time as well. Absolutely. All right, well, thanks everybody for watching this week uh, this Collider Body Slam Raw recap. I hope we haven't blown your ears out with our back and forth, but we had a lot to say and passion is what wrestling fans do best. Yeah. And so I hope, uh, you know, I'm sure some of you threw your computer at the wall and then some of you put it back together because you like what we were saying. So it, it just always goes back and forth. Um, Ryan, tell everybody where they can follow us and, and follow us stuff on Pro Wrestling Sheet. ProWrestlingSheet.com is the website. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where all our videos go. You can see the recaps that we do here. You can see wrestling sheet radio you can see other clips that i'll kind of pull from the show or other things that are going on around collider so check out that youtube.com slash c slash wrestling sheet go subscribe uh go like the videos go share them go comment i read all the comments uh i read all everything that you guys are saying about the show i am happy that so many of you are enjoying it but please if you enjoy the show keep spreading the word to others i have to keep spreading the word to more people uh there's only you know I, there's only so much i can do with my own voice i, I would it helps when you guys let other people know there's a good recap show going on here uh on video that for free that you guys should be watching so if you enjoy it please 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 let people on reddit know let people on twitter know facebook all that kind of stuff snapchat whatever if you're still using that Uh, (laughs) also go subscribe to our podcast feed it's on podcast one uh, it's Wrestling Sheet Radio. That's where you can find this show. You can find Wrestling Sheet Radio. Top 5 came back this weekend. Uh, that's where all that kind of stuff is. So go to YouTube, not YouTube, Podcast One. You search Wrestling Sheet Radio. You can find Wrestling Sheet on all social media as well. It's at Wrestling Sheet. And make sure, you know, while you're following, subscribing, everything, make sure you check everything that Collider is doing as yeah. well. Collider.com, Collider Videos on YouTube, Collider Podcasts, Collider, they got Collider everything, games, sports, yep. that, that Roka's heavily involved in, so yeah. make sure you guys check out everything they're doing there as well. Yeah, do that, and uh, of course you're going to follow me at the Roka Says on Twitter and on Instagram, my homage to The Rock and also, yeah, all the things he was talking about Collider Sports YouTube channel and podcast channel subscribe there, we talk all things sports it's Collider Sports time, number of guests 2019 is going to bring even more stuff, so subscribe 
subscribe now and listen to that kind of stuff. And also, one shout-out to the Schmodown. Uh, spectacular happens this week. Today, we drop the preview. Christian Harloff and Mark Ellis preview the matches, who they think would win, what the storylines are, all that kind of jazz. You can find it on the Collider Video YouTube channel. You can watch it or listen to it there on the podcast channel. So there you go. Tile right. defense, right? Huh? Tile defense? Yeah. It's Hogan versus Andre. It's WrestleMania 3. It's Big Time versus The Outlaw. It's going to be crazy. I. It's maybe the greatest challenge I've ever had, and I hope I'm ready for it because uh, everybody else uh, is saying, like, it's going to be – it's a pick em, and I just I, – I hope I'm ready for it, but I want – to destroy him so badly to prove that I can defend this belt. We'll see. Uh, all right, buddy. Thanks don't, for- don't, don't fail. Or you're kicked out of here. <laughs> not, not again. Not again. Damn it. So much pressure. All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Collided Body Slam with the SmackDown Live recap. See what that shakeup is going to be like. Uh, and we'll talk to you then. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. That little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Babu, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's, that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 